video podcast. <laughs> Who better? I'm your king of bad taste. <laughs> well, kiddies, with that, here's your host to put a bad taste in your mouth. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 243 of the Bad Taste Video Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm here with my homeboy in the hood. Does, oh. that, does that work? Mr. Oh. Grizz. That's the coolest I've ever sounded, dude. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess like if... yeah, No, no, that's pretty good, man. I, I think I actually nailed it this yeah. week. Off the top of the, the, the cuff, too, man. Just freestyled that out of nowhere i'm impressed it was that's good it. that's good it. start that's it <laughs> uh grizz we're not the podcast that generally celebrates individual holidays unless it's like we've done christmas we do halloween sometimes well we kind of do yes <laughs> but uh this week we decided hey let's be kind of festive um neither of us are like Irish. Not a drop, you baby. A clue. <laughs> not a fucking uh, drop. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're not doing Rawhead Rex, but we are doing a Leprechaun film. And no, we're not doing the earlier ones. We're going straight to the hood, baby. We're doing Leprechaun 5 in the hood. Duh. So, uh, so technically this movie is, I mean, I don't know, like, on IMDb, it says Leprechaun 5 in the hood. Now, did they just put 5 there just to be, like, convenient? Because this poster, like, that I'm looking at just says Leprechaun in the hood. Nowhere will it say in any of the videos or anything Leprechaun 5. It's always just Leprechaun in the hood. So I think kinda, I think it's just put in there to, like, keep chronological order for, for people to be like, oh, this is the fifth installment. Like, it's not, you know, fucking Leprechaun 6 back to the hood it's fucking leprechaun back to the hood that's like the second one you know that's how they do this all right so uh let's before we like get into all this shit uh are you a fan of the leprechaun series in general i am a fan of i would say 50 50 because there's a few of them that are fucking awesome like this one and then there's a few of them that are fucking horrible I'm looking at you in space. That's not a good time. That's a bad fucking movie. That is going to be the one that I say like really sticks out as like the worst. The worst. In the series. Um, Leprechaun 1, of course, is a classic. Leprechaun 2 and 3. I like both of those movies. I couldn't tell you which one is which. No, Leprechaun 3 is in Vegas. Yeah. There's Leprechaun 2 in Vegas. I believe it's 3 that's the Vegas one. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to. I like going back and looking at all of the the fucking like the progression of like the different leprechaun outfits throughout all of them and how he like changes his look and shit. He always looks good. Always looks good. I'm not mad at any of the changes. The makeup is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Leprechaun three is Vegas. So, you know, that is that's a good one for a third entry into a low budget fucking series like this, which is surprising because the same guy that did that did the fucking space one. And it's such a a departure from the series for me. And I guess like I was reading that that same guy wanted to do part five and he wanted to do it like Leprechaun in the Oval Office and like have it be like the fucking leprechauns fucking with the presidential family and shit and i'm like dude this guy has lost his fucking mind like to go from space now you're like doing like the president like this is such it it goes into such unrealistic territory like yeah he's a leprechaun it's not realistic to begin with but like dude like give me a fucking plausible story don't don't make it stupid like that just becomes like campy to me that's that's a little much doing like in the in the oval office like anything to do with like the president or something like that because it's it's too like there's too many eyes so like it's it doesn't make sense like a lot of these movies half of it is people not believing he's a real thing right right until it's too late and like if it's the president involved in this shit like wouldn't they have like everybody who could possibly help help and it's like no longer secret service and everybody it just makes it's just, yeah. there's too many too many fucking like you know holes in that idea 
And I think that's why the studio fucking shot it down. They're like, this is just too far fetched. This is dumb. <laughs> I, I like the idea of going to the hood, though. No, this I is do like the this idea. This is great. And you know, Here's- it, it's it's such like a, it's funny though because it's made in two thousand and like even having like iced tea in this movie, I'm thinking like this is this yeah. is gonna like represent like. This should represent hip hop in an accurate way, and it doesn't in any no, fucking at way at all. Dude. Not at all. Not at all. You can tell it was some fucking like some white dudes who fucking wrote this movie and what their concept of like hip hop culture is. Oh, yeah, like all the rapping and shit That's is terrible. Hilarious. Actually, late, later in the in the movie, it gets better. It does. But, it picks uh, up, but still but not to the point where it bad. should be. I got a question for you, man. Who would you love? to see the leprechaun cross over with like what other horror franchise do you think would be like a good leprechaun um you know i i would love to see something like leprechaun versus like uh chucky or something to that effect like both like these small like you know you know forces of evil kind of colliding like that i think that'd be kind of like a i think that's probably the like maybe a go-to just having because they're their stature or whatever but I don't know, man. Like, what would, what do you think would be like a classic mashup for him? I think like doing like, um, like Ash. Oh, I see. Like, like having. Oh, dead. I like that kind of Leprechaun concept. crossover. I think that would work, it's right? A, because you have like him. He's like a, a protagonist that like could take care of business, and it would be like a good matchup. Can you think of any other characters that are like? the the hero in horror movies that are as anyone that's as like rememberable or as popular as ash williams is is that like the i guess like nancy from nightmare on elm street i think that would be like a close second for sure um there's Tommy just, jarvis oh i no i wouldn't i it's uh, a tough one dude because like to me it has to be like so so for, with jarvis is only like in a, such a small and the same thing with Nancy, almost, where you're, you're not getting that character in, like, the, the series. It's not a franchise character. What about Laurie Strode? That's that's a, that's a actually, I think, unfortunately, because I fucking hate it, but, like, yeah. yes, I think you did you did come up with one there. That, that has a little bit more merit to me, because that's a, a reoccurring, you know, hero of the storyline of, of Halloween. That's the same kind of concept I'm thinking of. Like a franchise hero in horror is much less common than like the franchise bad guy. Yeah. Well, then you would have Loomis too. I think he'd because... be equal. Yeah, I think that's... Those are like the... I, I, I don't know if... Like, is it like a pair? Oh, dude. Dr. Loomis versus Leprechaun. That's cool concept. You wouldn't want He's to see like... Laurie versus Leprechaun? No, no, I feel like Dr. Loomis would be good because he's like the, you know, he's like going to analyze it and figure it out. He's like a psychologist and all that shit. Like, he's like, I could kill this leprechaun on Halloween. You know, that's pretty good. I think that they should have did that as like Halloween four and kept the fucking, uh, I mean, they wouldn't be the concept at the time, but that'd be cool to have that like. That uh, that idea of Halloween just being like different anthology movies continuing. Yeah, that was well, that was the original idea, and they decided that they wanted to just kind of make their money with Michael Myers, which they did. They were successful with that. Oh yeah, but uh, it would have been sick to see some sort of like um, anthology based around Halloween, and it's not just like an anthology film; it's just like a series that keeps going, and the whole movie is you know based around a different killer or a different you know supernatural being or whatever it'd be cool to pull in like other like iconic characters from other series and to like set them in a new environment or something like that as like a halloween like you know sequel or something like you were saying like it would be sick i think it's a cool concept i mean obviously the franchise is powerful enough and it become where it became something you know fucking iconic and huge so you know obviously it did right in its own regard but I like the idea of this like never ending, you know, franchise of just like similar concepts just based around the idea of Halloween. Like I think each story should be concentrated around the holiday of Halloween. I think that's what really makes it a powerful a powerful idea. Not just like yeah. random horror movies, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, that's what makes it like uh it gives it like direction. It gives it like an identity then. 
sure. you know no. i don't know dude i gotta say I you kind of like my brain is like so one directional right now because you mentioned fucking pizza hut that you were having that for dinner oh yeah i had pizza hut for dinner just like i was eight years old all uh, over again did you get the breadsticks of course cheese bread bro yeah dude oh you did it to me okay so like i like i said to you man about like I don't wanna, I don't know maybe five years ago or so like Pizza Hut left Buffalo, all of them, fucking closed the doors, packed up, not a single one in Erie County or anywhere around fucking Buffalo, New York. Buffalo, New York out pizza the fucking hut, dude. Damn. Like and it's and it's it's I get it because like the fucking people around here are so like Sicilian pizza. That's it. Like that's all they want. Like every place around here, you're gonna get fucking thick square Sicilian fucking pies. Really? Yeah, and with with fucking cup and char pepperoni. That's the big thing around. Which I fuck with some cup and char. I love it. Super good pepperoni. Explain what that is. So I don't think people are gonna know what that is. So man. a cup and char pepperoni. You, you're 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 probably used to like your traditional, you know, I don't know, half dollar sized, fucking flat pepperoni that you get on your pizza. Now a cup and char is like dime sized thicker cut pepperoni that when you cook it it like cups up and literally chars like black around the edges and that shit is fire dude that pepperoni yeah. that pepperoni is so fucking good it, it is it's mad good and i respect that choice on the pepperoni but i i mean sicilian pizza's hit or miss for me dude there's a lot of places that i just can't fuck with and it's so boring because they're all the fucking same around here but people love buffalo pizza i'm not gonna i don't i get it yeah, but yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm just saying, like, we have like one spot that's like a New York pizza spot. You can get a like a fucking traditional, fucking flat, thin fucking New York pie. You know what I'm saying? But like, other than yeah. that, everyone just wants the fucking Sicilian around here. So Pizza Hut, kind of like, but but yeah, we have fucking Domino's. How do we get fucking Domino's left without fucking Pizza Hut? Domino's is trash compared to Pizza. Do you fuck with Domino's? Uh, I haven't had Domino's um, since I moved to Pennsylvania. Uh, you, of course, because you have fucking Pizza Hut as an option. Why yeah, would you yeah. even fucking go to Domino's? It's hey, just- man, you're, you're talking about Sicilian pizza, and all I could think about is fucking Spumoni Gardens in Gravesend, Brooklyn. Is that what they had there? New- the fucking- if you're from New York, you should you should go there. Uh, if you have lived here for a while, well, lived there for a while, excuse me. That's a spot. Um, huh? That's like a, a famous pizza place. With like really good Sicilian pizza, I will say really dude, every time I've been in the city in New York City, fire pizza, and I've gotten like a bunch of different places, and like every time they're all a little different, they're all a little the same, but they're all fucking super fucking good, dude. I really I like got a, New York pizza. I got a pretty good place right by me here, surprisingly. Yeah, like it, it tastes it tastes just like Is that I'm the place fucking, that we got when I was there. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, that was fucking good pizza, dude. I fucked yeah. with that hundred percent. Yeah tastes like regular fucking new york pizza i was like oh shit like i never left uh grizz um what's your history with the leprechaun franchise man like was this something that you watched as a kid oh yeah me personally like i was huge on leprechaun when i was small big time i i really gravitated towards these kind of movies like this and child's play and stuff because these tiny characters terrified my fucking sister and i (laughs) And it's one of the, the few things that would. And like she was older than me, and she was a fucking bitch. So I was like, "Yeah, this is this is it." So I'd always it. want I would always want to watch these because that's like the one time she was vulnerable and I could fucking that's scare so her, dude. Hell yeah! <laughs> these became my favorite real fast. <laughs> dude, I remember seeing the trailers on TV for the first Leprechaun movie when I was a kid and being like fucking scared, but being like. I need to see that. Like, what's up with that? Yeah. And then I remember seeing the uh, the shit for Leprechaun Two, like in the newspaper, and being like, "Wow, like, that looks fucking." I remember awesome. the ad slicks for sure, like going through fucking magazines and stuff like that, and seeing ads for all the Leprechaun series because all these came out throughout our fucking childhood. This was like, yeah, you know, every other couple years we got a fucking Leprechaun movie. Yeah, and they always showed him like on the cover art or whatever. So like, it, as a kid, you're like, "Ooh, that's scary." Like that's cool, you know. And uh, man, there's just something so there's it's something perfect about the Leprechaun character and like being a young child who's just getting into horror because these movies are like it's like one of those things where you watch like a kids movie and you catch like adult humor 
inside of like the kids movie and she's like yeah. oh there's something for like everybody in this i feel like there's something for everybody in leprechaun movies like there's you know a, a kid can watch this be terrified but still have a sense of disconnection from like reality from it because obviously like it's a leprechaun and like, there's silliness over the top yeah there's yeah. a lot of goofiness to it the kills are there's a little bit of gore but there's a lot of fucking like silly to the kill too so like it lends itself more to like a young adult being able to watch these kind of movies and not being like you're not watching like cannibal holocaust with a six-year-old or anything you yeah. know like besides the first one which only has like a few parts like none of these movies are very scary He's yeah. not like a scary character. He's not really like hiding in the dark waiting for you. You know what I mean? He just straight up like walks in the door. Hey, what's up, yeah. man? Leprechaun's here, you know, bitches. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And like this one, I feel like nobody even thinks twice that there's a fucking leprechaun walking around, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's like the weird thing. Like th- there's a, a plenty of scenes where like he's like in public just doing his thing and people are just like oh yeah leprechaun all right like we're partying with a leprechaun yeah 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 yeah. very (laughs) smoking weed with a leprechaun that's gonna be that's gonna be our hit single (laughs) if i was irish that would be my fucking life uh but dude is there we have a trailer for this there has to be 2000 yeah let's let's play that because i want to get into this movie let's do it When Mac Daddy discovers a magic flute, it's all I want right here. <laughs> he becomes the richest man in hip hop. Hey, get these losers out! But when three young rappers, kind of like Robin Hood, say <laughs> we're gonna be robbing in the hood, <laughs> stumble onto his musical treasure, everyone will have to pay the piper. Had me gold, you thieving hoods. You got more loot than Tiger Woods. <laughs> they got the flute. We gotta get that back our part itself. He's mean. Did somebody say blow? <laughs> what kind of voodoo shit you boys into? He's green. Curious aroma. That's the bomb right there. The bomb? Ah, the bomb. He's down. Does she meet with your approval? Sit down, my healthy filly. You're about to meet a club named Billy. Come and let me lay hands upon your sinful creature. <laughs> What's that? It's rap. And then I'm gonna take this and wrap it around your ugly <laughs> Warwick Davis. Ice tea. But the Herald Isle to your place in the hood, and the man of green comes to do no good. You know who the left is the real OG. Got your ass! <laughs> we don't go down without a fight, right? Right? Right. Ah! <laughs> Leprechaun 5. Size doesn't matter when you're still the man. Leprechaun in the hood. Chris, you want to give a little uh, a little rundown of the plot of this one? So uh, the the con man is back and better than ever in the, the year two thousand. You like that? Yeah. So fucking, uh, it's basically based around this uh, idea that our man Ice T. Who, uh, what the fuck is his name in this movie? Uh, I can't remember right now. But he's basically this, this like fucking music guy who steals this golden flute from the leprechaun and that allows him to make hits fucking records but you know all fucking hell will break loose when the fucking local homeboys steal the flute and the fucking leprechaun wants his gold back as always so you know there's that going on and uh there's lots of hijinks that i guess you could say in the hood hijinks in the hood could have been a great uh subtitle for this one as well that's probably a movie hijinks if you you put that into amazon prime video (laughs) it's there there's a hijinks Uh, in the hood for sure ice t's name in this is mac daddy onassis oh yeah yeah that's because like oh there was a reason why they called him that too and it escapes me but it was like one ass or something like that like he owned asses. Yeah, he owned asses. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. That's so stupid. Uh, I like that the guy that he's with in the beginning, his name is Slug. His oh, the one that nickname dies. is Slug. Yeah. Poor son of a what bitch. What do you think about that, man? So uh, Ice-T's buddy Slug buys a map from somebody, 
and they don't really say what they're looking for, but um, they go down to this like sewer area. They end up falling through a wall, <laughs> and there's this fucking leprechaun statue with a necklace on, and a huge pot of gold with the little flute that Grizz was just talking about. Now, the funny thing about this, and I never really thought about it until like I watched this for the episode. How does Ice-T already know what the fuck's up with the flute? He's like, this is all I want. That's not explained. How the fucking leprechaun got in this position to begin with is not explained ever. He's just like in this New York City subway fucking cave. Like boarded up. Frozen in time with a fucking... So like that, there's a lot of like loose ends to begin with that were not even like fucking told or to made understand of. It's, it's kind of a confusing beginning, but... With this type of movie, because at this point, like, I kind of look at this as if it's like a leprechaun meets Malibu's most wanted. Like, that's kind of how this yes. feels. Yeah, it is. Because it's very goofy. You know, it's not as goofy as in space. That was over the top dumb. This but, is like intentionally goofy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like, this is like satire. This is like, fr- like Friday type goofy. Right. Exactly, dude. That That's kind of like how this feels. So... Because of that, like, oh man, like it, it, it's just so lovable. Like, there's so much about this movie that I'm just like so drawn into that I'm like, I, I, I can't get enough of this kind of stupid humor. And like, because like it has that, I'm, I'm able to overlook the fact that we already get a bunch of shit in the beginning that doesn't make any fucking sense. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Some movies, I'm like, all right, this is dumb. It doesn't make sense. I can't get over it. I'm thinking about it the whole time. But this one, I'm just like, oh, this is fucking stupid and hilarious. I love this character already, the leprechaun. So I get to see him in action again. There's like a nostalgia factor built into it, you know? You know, they kind of learn from that because have you ever seen Back to the Hood? Uh, Before this? Well, have you ever seen it? Oh, yeah, yeah. um, In the beginning of that movie, they like have like an animation saying where the leprechaun came from, like why he's like on Earth. And then they show the priest like fighting him in that like community center lot and oh, him yeah, getting yeah. dragged down into the dirt and everything. So like they kind of set up the story correctly in that one. This one, they just kind of throw you into it. Oh, yeah. And like, I think, doesn't that movie kind of set up the idea that this happens before the first one? Isn't this supposed to be like, is, aren't these like a prequel to the first Leprechaun movie? I don't think so. Is it? I don't know. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. I thought that was, I thought that's how the timeline was supposed to be laid out. I thought there was all jumbled in like, Oh, it's, I don't it's, know. It's not in chronological order, like one through five or whatever, or one through six, but I might be, uh, I might be thinking of something else, but no, I, it, it has to be one has to be one because the, da- that's how gets the guy, there. yeah, the guy brings the gold over from Ireland. Right. So like that has to be one. All right, maybe I'm thinking of something else, but if if, I, if you have any information on that out there, fucking send me a message because I I feel like I've read that somewhere, but I, don't I didn't know. even look. I didn't even think to look into that. Now now I'm like curious. It's a pretty that's a pretty cool idea. We need like a leprechaun wiki like dedicated to the series. I know there's <laughs> like so many movies ones, and there's like- <laughs> so much shit. Shit, man. Have you ever like gone down one of those like like fan oh, yeah. wiki pages that are like dedicated to something? There's every fucking like if I'm sure for like hardcore like nerds, there's probably some like crazy Star Wars ones and shit out there. Wikipedia. Oh my god! Don't even. Good lord, that's such a fucking stupid name. <laughs> but like those like fan zine typeish fucking like wiki pages are like insane amount of information. But I'm oh, like, yeah. how much of this is like fan created and how much of this is like fucking fact? Because some of it gets pretty fucking deep. I I guarantee you that it's legit. Yeah, because like oh people. Like, well, I mean, it depends on the franchise, like what it is, but like people genuinely care. You know what I mean? Like yeah, Star do. Wars, Star oh, Trek, care. shit like that, yeah. like Marvel stuff, like comic book shit. Like they genuinely care. So like they're actually putting effort in to like update these things and to you know keep records of shit. It's pretty cool. It's a lot of work to do so, for free, yeah. but. Jesus Oof, Christ. It's a labor of love, that's for sure. Look at us but though, I guess every gonna, week doing I, this for free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, true. I guess we're gonna have to start doing the leprechaun, uh, the wiki page. We're yeah. gonna have to channel our we energy. Sh- we now. should be the ones. So, uh, what do you think about our three main characters in this movie? 
Um, Postmaster P, Butch, and Stray Bullet. You know, I uh, I'm not I don't like Postmaster P that much, and I, I, I'm more of a straight bullet guy myself. You know, like why are we why are we doing this positive rap thing in the year 2000? Like that's not going to positivity with my positive attitude, positively sending positive vibes to positively you and positively everybody. Positively HIV. It's it's, it's horrible fucking <laughs> rap, dude. Like it's it's and like he comes it's so corny. And I guess like that's supposed to be like my name is the Mike idea. and I'm here to <laughs> yeah, say that's I'm how it positive feels. here in the USA. <laughs> dude, that's very on brand to how this fucking music first starts in the in beginning. This yes, yeah. yes. And uh, I, I, I like so as like a group of like misfits. I do like them. I think they they work as that like believable know, trio of friends. Yeah, like the, the never gonna make it fucking guys. You know, like that's exactly and it's believable because they are like just a clash of each other you know the one dude butch or whatever his name is that dude's fucking, yeah. he's like a virgin and like the whole joke like is that like everybody knows that he's never gotten laid like even the fucking straight bullets like blind mom is like where you go get some pussy boy something. i was like oh they're fucking roasted this dude that's fucking hilarious brutal I brutal well, like the stray bullet dude is like is like your friend who always acts tough but he's really like not you know oh yeah, mean? like for it's, sure. he's really not about that life, but like he puts it up like he is, and then uh, Postmaster P, because he gives P for positivity, he's just like uh just like an average dude, right? Like just kind of fucking unaware of like reality of how like the music yes. business is and everything. But it's so funny because like the way that the story progresses, like their quote unquote rap career. Like nowhere looks better than the next place. So oh, it's like first dude. they're in like this one dump and then they go to this next place that's supposed to be like nicer, but it still looks like the original dump. And then they make it to this other place, but that looks like the original dump too. So <laughs> My, it's, it's really funny. What I do love about this whole setup is that like we have Mac Daddy, Ice-T, who is like in the beginning with this big Afro 70s guy who gets the flute and now we see him in present day. And he's like this like gangster rap, like CEO. He's got his own record company. He's fucking, you know, millionaire dude. He's like killing it. But he's in the same fucking hood. He's in Compton still, which is fucking funny as fuck. And, uh, <laughs> but I just love this character and how like they set it up for these like, you know, struggling rappers with who are kind of like misfits run into him and like get the opportunity to fucking like rap for him, which like, you know, Ice T is like, look, you guys fucking suck. But I could do something, you know, you're better than fucking a lot of garbage I see, but you got to get rid of all this fucking positive bullshit. He's like, yeah. we rap about slapping hoes and fucking your, your, your dogs in the ass and stuff, or whatever he said. And your I, boy <laughs> in the face. Yeah, that's it. And I was like, dude, this, what the fuck? So like, and like, you know. It's supposed to be like death row, right? Yeah, that's, that's definitely like the fucking vibe he's trying to put across. But like Postmaster P's like, nah, man, we don't do that. We're a positive group and shit. And like, he kicks yeah, yeah, out. And he kicks like, them out out of here but it just sets up such like a great conflict that's like not about the fucking uh the, the leprechaun at all you know it's like the leprechaun is an issue for fucking both of these like groups moving forward you know based off the consequences of the actions that happen but like it's really there's a cool conflict between mac daddy and these fucking bullshit rappers that kind of like plays off the leprechaun throughout the whole movie. And I think that's what makes this like so entertaining. It's not just, oh, here comes the fucking leprechaun. He's going to get people again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. You have you have this group of friends that think it's a good idea to go rob fucking ice. Yeah. After he kicks them out, they're like, let's go get that motherfucker with real guns this time. Fuck positivity. <laughs> yeah. 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 So they rob them and they, of course, uh, get found out. And, uh, you know, the leprechaun gets loose again. Yeah, that's how he gets loose is because when they're robbing him, they fucking take the gold chain that supposedly we find out is like turns the leprechaun to fucking statue. He's wearing this chain, but they take the chain trying to rob him and the fucking leprechaun is loose. And that's really how like all hell breaks loose in this movie from that yeah. point on. He wants the leprechaun wants to kill Ice-T because Ice-T stole from him to begin with and all that shit. Now these guys have his stuff, so he's trying to kill them too. But he's not really in a rush. 
he seems to be kind of taking his time doing this shit, right? He's kind of just moseying along. Yeah, and it's he because he, he like has that kind of like funny ass interaction with uh with Mac Daddy in the bathroom, where he's like smoking a doobie with him and shit. Which is fucking hilarious. He's like, oh, curious aroma. And he's fucking <laughs> <laughs> smoking Dude, the I'm going to start saying that to people now. You should start saying that. Like, oh, interesting blend. <laughs> Dude, if, if, if you ever see somebody smoking and like you, you, you want to like ask for a hit, walk up and be like, oh, curious, curious aroma. aroma. See if they get the fucking into the dog. <laughs> uh, but like in that scene, like he kind of sets up and he's like, look, you know, like, motherfucker, you're the one that had my gold. And you got, you know, they lost it because of you. So I'm giving you a chance to get my gold back. <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. I'm laughing at Curious Aroma still. It's so good. Can we we got to make a shirt that says Bad Taste Video, Curious, Curious Aroma. Aroma. I would fucking rock that all day, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, but we do get this whole setup of like Ice-T is given the chance to get the gold back from these motherfuckers that they stole to give. And that's what I like about the Leprechaun. He's like, just give me my fucking shit back. And be on with it. Like, I don't have to kill you, motherfucker. He's going to kill you anyway, though. I mean, they don't know that. They're, they're <laughs> given the choice, like, you know? True. So true, I, true, I, true. I, I like that he seems to be upfront about it. He seems to be an honest man at the beginning. I mean, he is going to kill you, you know, either way. He's the leprechaun. Yeah, but, yeah, he is the leprechaun. You know, so. What do you think of, like, I, I absolutely love Warwick Davis. Like, he oh, dude, is a he's, fucking he's icon, dude. He is so is, good at this fucking character. And every character he's ever played, he's fucking awesome. But he's so good at the Leprechaun. So like the um that one, like the Origins movie or what whatever the one that had uh what's his name? Um shit. From WWE. Oh, the fucking Hornswoggle. Yeah, 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 that guy. Not that nope. one, I didn't like that one. The one that they came out with just recently that I believe is canon. I do like that one. I think yes. that guy did a good job. Great job. I think I think he's just like just the smidge behind Warwick Davis. But like Warwick Davis is like the, the fucking leprechaun. Like that's what I will forever know him as. Not as an Ewok, not as a fucking whatever the fuck his name is from Willow. I don't think his name is Willow. I mean, is it? is all, he Willow? All my fucking Potterheads out there, Professor Flitwick. Let's fucking shout out to my man Flitwick for a second. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh yeah, Warwick Davis says his name is Willow. Duh. <laughs> I mean, this who, wait, been, who is he in, in Harry? Po- who is he in Harry Potter? Which guy is he? Flitwick, man. He's like the little fucking. He has like the dick haircut, and he's like fucking with the band and shit like that. Fucking Hagrid yes. stags him with the fork in the one fucking scene. Yes. Dude. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Goddamn, like I know the, too much about fucking Harry Potter. <laughs> he's like in like the uh he's like a teacher or some shit. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like I don't know what the fucking class he teaches and shit. Well, yeah, yeah. But bro, oh, that's so funny. How about that Hogwarts legacy, man? You get down on it yet? It's fucking it's pretty cool, it's man. Pretty cool, I mean, right? it's pretty I, fucking I've just been good. watching, but it's just it's like a really long movie. Yeah. And Do you know what I mean? Like looks great. It's not bad. Fucking, yeah, you know, PS5, bro. Looks fucking PS5. Woo, sweet. We don't fuck around anymore right. here, right? It's nice. Man. 4K, 8K, PS5. Fuck it, man. Let's do this. Let's do it all. Let's rip it. Let's fucking. I told you, curious though, aroma, bro. Every, every, yeah, get a little curious aroma going. Play that game. You're having a good night, dude. Order some Pizza Hut. Forget about it. <laughs> Forget about Forget it. Forget about it. Um, this movie has a lot of also like has a lot of other characters like supporting roles uh, outside of our main uh, you know three plus Mac Daddy. Um, you have Chow, the oh, uh, convenience store owner. He's great. He's pretty pretty funny. I love Chow his dance bad. moves. Yeah, yeah. yeah my nasty. Chow got all Chicken the moves. <laughs> <laughs> he has like um, one of my favorite deaths, even though you don't really see it. You just see like, cause like it kind of sets aftermath. it up. Yeah. It kind of like sets up in the beginning where like they're trying to like pawn this like fake Jimi Hendrix guitar and like yeah, signed in 71. <laughs> yeah. And Chow is like, I know better than that. He dead and shit. <laughs> He's like talking shit to him. But like the one kid's like touching this pickled jar with like something in it. And he like tells him to get the fuck out of his shop. But then later we see like bits and pieces of chow inside of those same pickling jars yeah. like all yeah, over yeah, yeah. his like shop. Hand, a foot, yeah. and his head. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. I loved it. Uh, I like Jackie D also, right? That the, dude, the other pawn shop owner. Yeah, Dan Martin. I, that dude has been in so many fucking movies that I have seen 
throughout my life and i'm always like oh yeah it's that guy hey there's that guy again and like i <sighs> could never if you would ask me his name i would never have fucking came up with dan martin not in a million fucking years um you have the um trans person that, <laughs> that fucking dude. Yo. What's, what's her name what's her name miss something. oh my god oh man i'm not gonna be able to find uh, so does like the leprechaun fuck the, the trans person or is it just choking the trans person or is it doing no both? no no he's he is killing her because they he's fucking in this movie right well, he's saying he's like he's like fucking slapping booty meat and shit. Like he's saying things. Well, like no, no, I'm saying like he's later banging, in the movie, he's banging, yeah, he's banging the hell hoes. He and he's like having the hell hoes bring other bitches back to fuck. Like yeah, he's yeah, just a he horny little go, motherfucker. Like this he dude said you gotta go downtown to show you're down. Yo, <laughs> my dude's slick with it. Fucking <laughs> bitches love rhymes, but like <laughs> the idea that like this dude is just like out here, like he's he's kind of like a rapper, right? Like he's just living the dream, bro. He's all about it's gold. The American dream. He's smoking yeah. mad weed. Fucking yep. bitches, dude. This dude is living the the. He, this dude is living the rapper fucking lifestyle. I, this is so on brand. I, I was so confused, but I was like, why is he fucking girls? Like, Leprechaun never fucked girls before. And now I'm like, does. I'm like, dude, because he's in the hood, bro. That's bro, why he the, fucks girls. The, the curious aroma. <laughs> the fucking curious got aroma going. is making the Leprechaun horny, bro. I get it. Get your thing I, like how they, they, I like how they use the weed to fucking knock him out, too. Oh, the four leaf clover lace joint, dude. Smart. <laughs> That's the fucking uncurious smart. aroma for the fucking Leprechaun. You know, I'll be smelling that shit. <laughs> Um, so really by the end of this, like it's kind of, it's kind of got a downer ending, right? See, I don't, th <laughs> I mean, I guess in like the, the grand scheme of it, uh, yeah, I guess. But like, I love the fucking ending of this movie for one. It's the only time the leprechaun doesn't fucking die in the end of the True. movie, which I fucking love. I, True, I, but I, they allude to it. I like that. Yeah, but it's not like. We don't well, see no, that's the what I'm, yeah like that, that's what I'm saying you don't see yes all the right demise. so you know there's the whole culmination of this where the only people left are Postmaster P and Mac Daddy and the Leprechaun the Leprechaun blows a hole through Mac Daddy <laughs> who's holding the fucking amulet necklace and as he's dying he throws it in the air and it looks like it's gonna land on the Leprechaun and freeze him again. But that's not the case. And I like that. I like that they left it ambiguous. Uh, and you see at the end, he's still alive. And our man Postmaster P is now rapping at a strip club dressed in all black. Gangster right, Wearing his shades. Ga Dude, the rap is sick. Yep. Dude, the rap at the end that they do like the last rap that not the, the trio does not the church rap <laughs> no 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 the last like like legit rap that the trio does um where uh they say like oh you're in the finals that like fucking white guy yeah, with the yeah, fucking yeah. Oh mink my coat God, on yeah yeah that <laughs> that, so dude, that shit was sick yes. that shit was really good talking about like keeping the joint in his mouth while he's blasting people and stuff like dodging bullets <laughs> that, that while smoking. That was something Ice-T 100% wrote for that part. He's like, all right, let me handle this fucking part. Yeah, yeah, because it, it gets better as the movie goes yeah. on. It's fucking crazy. But at the end, you just have Postmaster P rapping all fucking like he's all gangster now. He takes off his glasses and he's got the green fucking eyes. The man, the emerald zombie. eyes. That's so it, I like straight bullets demise. I thought that was a cool twist that I didn't see coming my first watch where it's like they actually give the fucking leprechaun the flute back and you think fucking okay he's leaving the leprechaun's about to leave and shit but fucking straight bullet trying to be a tough guy fucking like tries to like go after him once the leprechaun's back is turned and the fucking leprechaun makes him fucking shoot himself that was pretty sick. I was like, bro, that is fucking brutal. And then they show like Postmaster P whole, putting him in the car afterwards and shit, yeah, dude. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like, he don't deserve this. Like, being left in some fucking car to be found by some wino. Dude, it's like, heavy, right? That scene was yeah. like, I was like, dude, they actually wrote this fucking scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what, man? 
that kind of that might prove our point that the leprechaun was gonna let them live. That's what I was saying. Like he just wanted the fucking flute back because in my and because I think his beef was with fucking Mac Daddy. Like yeah. that that's who he said he needed to get the gold back was from Mac Daddy. He didn't say to these fucking dudes, give me my gold. He wanted the flute back from them. Yeah. But the gold and shit he needed from fucking Mac Daddy. And that's why he sent him in the bathroom. He's like, go get the fucking gold. And he let him live. And he took his finger off. But other than that, he fucking let yeah, him yeah, live. Yeah, he got shit. off pretty light. And I love how when he comes out of the bathroom at the fucking club, that like bartender's like, what the fuck you doing? And he's like, just uh, he kills him <laughs> with like green electricity and shit. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Hey, he's like a Jedi now. Dude, I, I, that more, whole, more like a- it was so weird. The whole like. Yeah, the Jedi basically is what you would call it, like the the mind he ability. Is. Yeah, he, he oh, has like the, yeah. he has the same powers. One hundred percent, dude. Is the leprechaun like oh, actually say, overpowered? Is, is, oh, I thought you were gonna say is the oh. lep- leprechaun a descendant of Yoda? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like that would only make sense, dude. He's got the fucking force. <laughs> and it hit the cough button. He almost had me fucking choking there. <laughs> I oh, thought that's where gosh. we were going with that. But like the leprechaun actually has like unlimited power. It I, seems that's like. what I don't like. I don't like that. Like the leprechaun really is unstoppable. Like based off of what he does in this movie, there is nothing anybody could ever do to win against him. Like they're just the amulet, you know? Yeah. I mean, just the amulet getting it around his neck or whatever. Like that's, that's the only, and that really doesn't even kill him. That just freezes the motherfucker. You know, yeah. so like that's not even a definite like he's gone. You're just like hoping somebody doesn't unfreeze him kind of a thing, which that's I did like, like how Ice-T had him in his fucking office, like inside of a glass case frozen as a stone leprechaun, like all under lock and key and like no dude, one go near that fucking case and shit. If I knew that that was a fucking thing, uh, I would have like a fucking 15 a foot. Just like cement fucking the bottom of the ocean. (laughs) Yeah, your ass is never coming back. Nobody's ever finding you. This thing is never coming off your fucking body. Oh my god. I'm super gluing that fucking thing to that motherfucker and murdering it to it. (laughs) I would would use my newfound supernatural rich abilities to like get that thing put on like a shuttle. On like a fucking SpaceX <laughs> shuttle and shot into space. And that's how Leprechaun in Space starts. And that's... <laughs> oh. That's the backstory we, we never got in that movie. See, would that have... Do you think that would work? If uh, you had him encased in like a tomb of concrete or like liquid metal. I right? like... Oh, I like... But okay. So like now that's... carbonite. But that's... The liquid metal is dangerous. Because now if it... Oh, yeah, it can melt the, can melt the, the fucking gold... gold it's no longer on them. It's around them, but is it? Well, does well, it? Well, let's say that the gold is also supernatural, but it cannot be melted by. Okay. You can't destroy it. Okay, I like that. So, so, so you just like encase them in something like Han Solo and carbonite. That's a and good you idea. have them launched into space, just into the fucking darkness of space. Would that take care of the leprechaun for good? Is it? Oh. See, now there's a cool alien crossover. (laughs) (laughs) But I was thinking just like, yeah, it just depends on how foolproof of an encasement, you know, like. Perfectly encased. So now this is the. I mean, yeah, I guess that would potentially solve the problem. But if for any reason it was not like he could just teleport based on this movie fucking back to anywhere he wants to he could just fucking shoot his ass back to the earth like i i, um, well, I don't like well, the idea of him being no longer visible to me you know what i'm saying like see, but I, if i'm gonna encase le- him the- <laughs> i want to know where he is i want to be put that encasement in a fucking vault with a camera that's on that motherfucker 24 7 like i need to know that little bastard's still in there dude this is what i would do man this is what I would do. You get that fucking thing, right? You have him. You have him. You have the the amulet around him. He's encased in that fucking cement. You get a. a you, you hire people to just get or or genetically alter you four leaf clovers. <laughs> okay. And you literally just put the whole thing in four leaf clovers. 
you plant them around wherever he's staying. This is you a have great them idea. All around, just a huge room, a whole room filled with four leaf clovers. Yeah, dude. And Lucky Charms and just just sprinkled there. everywhere too. Just a so, pretty good. Yeah. Measure. So even if the amulet came off, he's gonna have he the hell of a like, time. He would melt. He yeah. would just melt. You have it like well, the four leaf clover, dude. You have it vaporized, so just it's stops in the his air. powers. So now, was that always the case? Well, it melted him in the first movie. Right. In this movie, it doesn't melt him. It just takes his powers away momentarily. Maybe because he smokes it. But uh, I don't like that. You know, I like the idea of the four-leaf clover, like, being his kryptonite. You know, like... You wanted to kill him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like it did in the first movie. It melted his ass and shit. Like, that's... I don't know. Pretty cool. He should have hit that doobie and been like, oh, and fucking, you know, like, melted. yeah, dude, give me some <laughs> leprechaun the gore. Kill. It would have been great, been dude. Kill. Yeah, death by doobie. That's fucking great. It's, it's funny because there's really not that much gore in this movie, despite what we've been saying. Um, you see, like, a couple people get, like, a hole blown through, uh, through them. It doesn't look too gory, though. Like, it's not too terrible. Well, the preacher the dude, gets the hand in the chest, gets gets the leprechaun's hand put through his chest, and he get the fingers coming through But and you're shit. not seeing, like, meat and shit. Just like, bloody. It's, just bloody yeah, and gory bloody. a little bit. The, I think the worst thing in the movie is the first kill, when he's... Uh, when Slug gets the afro pick oh, in the, the neck. the afro pick in the neck is a good kill, dude. I did like that. Brutal. And it kind of gave me false, kill. you know, yeah, it gave me like false expectations for like the kills I was going to see like in the movie, you know, you're like, movie. oh, here we go. And you're like, oh, I guess that's not the case. Bro, that, the first thing that you see too, like the leprechaun saying the fucking, uh, the rhyme, right? That's from the, is that from the first movie? I thought it was the gold rhyme. Yeah. Like where he's sitting on the stairs with his gold. Yeah. Yeah. With, like, yeah. The, yeah. With like. The fucking rainbow like shining it that's a creepy fucking that's before looking. uh fucking ice t calls them the midget midas motherfucker looking ass <laughs> i was like oh damn that's a hard line dude i think that's the creepiest looking thing it's like whenever they show him with like the rainbow and like those that yeah. like underground lair like just imagine like coming across that like you're like somewhere and like you go in to like a cave and you find that sitting there like huh so dude you if you seen the other like 90s had to be like mid 90s movie uh rumpelstiltskin of course i that's a movie that i think is so fucking underrated that's in the same vein as well it's written by by the same person so that makes sense but like i wish that would have like taken off the way leprechaun did as like a franchise like horror character because i think that like it's it's in the same way that like this like disgusting little creature like living in like a fucking cave or something like is just so like i don't know it's like folky and fucking like kind of like naturally terrifying about it that's another movie that like when i saw the uh like a trailer for it at somebody's house. It was like on Showtime or something. Scared yeah, the fuck out of me. Dude, for sure. Then I watched it. And I'm like, oh, it's it's kind of cute. It's <laughs> yeah, it's like goofy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they but only I like show it, you like though, him in the dark being creepy, like <laughs> like. And if that that's like a movie that if it would have been taken up just a notch in intensity and less in goofiness, I think it would have taken off the same way. You know, just just have it's it because these like small. I feel like small horror characters are just they work really well there's something like really terrifying about something that's like hard to catch because they're like small they can and be hiding quick. anywhere yeah exactly they're easy to hide and shit I, I think it just works on so many levels for me and like i not so much like that fucking jigsaw guy and shit like that from saw like that's not like really what i'm saying because like that's just a man-made like fucking puppet kind of a thing whereas like talking about the active killer is a little guy yes yes like that's or a little woman little thing yeah like even like i mean i wasn't like the biggest fan of puppet master but even like that concept of these like small coming out of nowhere sometimes attacking in mass things are like really like dude toy soldiers when i was a kid was pretty fucking scary because of all those goddamn monsters yeah soldiers yeah like that's that's funny but i agree because it's like something it could be like anywhere like look at like the ghoulies and all yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. the gre- gremlins gremlins yeah could be in the kitchen cabinet it could be under your bed it could be in your sheets there's just something like waiting for you 
watching naturally waiting. scary about the unknown of that whereas like there is something obviously scary about a fucking man coming to kill you but you're like okay that's a fucking man coming to kill he's me. right there yeah exactly that's it you know it's yeah, just yeah. It's not some supernatural it. being that's gonna pop out of your asshole you and, he, fucking- and he is a little too overpowered in this movie like we were saying i think leprechaun's a little a little too much I think yeah, they, I don't think he needs uh, to blow holes in people. They, I don't think they, that's they need necessary. to fucking nerf that motherfucker a little bit, you know, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little bit. So, Grizz, why don't you give me your final thoughts uh, on on Leprechaun in the Hood? You know, I, this was the first time I've watched this movie in a long time, and I was just like, God damn it, I really fucking enjoy this shit. I forget how much this movie is just just fun like it's not a great horror movie it's not a great you know movie in general but like for what it is like i said it's like the original leprechaun meets fucking malibu's most wanted it's it's just the leprechaun that i know and love put in this like unrealistic rap world that is just inherently goofy and it just works for me on so many levels. I love the weed jokes and shit, dude. It just, I'm a fucking dumb stoner. So that just appeals to me in every level. It, curious aroma. Curious aroma, baby. Interesting <laughs> blend. And with that said, dude, I, I'm going to let me know what you think. What is your take on fucking uh, Leprechaun in the hood? I remember a time when people spoke down on this movie. Yes, I agree guess what? I was never one of those people. I love this movie. I still love this movie. I tell anybody to go watch this one, go watch back to the hood, which I will be doing great. Yeah. It's just, it's a low budget, fun leprechaun movie. That's like the bottom line. It's streaming on, uh, what is that? Peacock. Yes. Yeah. Peacock. It's on there. The whole series is on there. That's where I watch all of them. Yeah. 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 Me too. You could go through all of them. I think I have it on a, uh, one of those like Blu-ray sets too. Um, I just, I love the Leprechaun series. I don't watch it enough where I feel like it's killed. Like it's not beat to death. You know what I mean? So every time I watch these, I enjoy them. You know, I, I forget half of it Yeah, and I'm like, Oh yeah, that, that happens here. Yeah. That's cool. This is great. Um, I highly recommend seeing this movie. If you have it, it doesn't, it, it may sound fucking stupid like Leprechaun in the hood, but it's not. It's good. It's it's fun. No, it's I a think fun movie. I think for people who are like, I don't know, like you know, mid thirties, this is like the perfect Leprechaun movie for us. Yeah, because it really just like it, it's a very generational for like the humor is almost like if you grew up in this time and like you understand like what hip hop was and like the the influence on culture that it had. And then to watch what this is, you're just like, what the fuck is going on? It makes it very fun to like compare to when you were growing up to like what this actually is. Yeah. This movie fucking rules. Go, (laughs) go watch it. Go watch it right now. Um, but Grizz, we're going to go on the complete opposite side of the spectrum now. And we're going to go to the wide world of metal where we will be discussing the 1991 Suffocation EP, Human Waste. The demo, Grizz, if you will, of, of Grizz, Suffocation. What did you say? That one of these songs is your favorite songs? It's one of my favorite you, songs of all time. Not even just a Suffocation oh, song, but like one of my favorite death metal songs of all time, Infecting the Crips, to me is like just a fucking perfect death metal song it's the ripper bro it's so Suffocation good is, it's funny it's one of those bands where like everybody knows cannibal corpse right yeah. like everybody knows like you may not know the music but you know who cannibal corpse yeah. is i feel like suffocation deserve to be on that level but and like they are and were like in the underground people hide like hold them to a high like a very high standard high right. regard but for whatever reason, like there is like they're unknown to the outside world. And and you it's, know? it's funny, like as much as I, you know, I love Cannibal Corpse, which I do. I'm a fucking Buffalo proud. Uh, I I love suffocation more than I love Cannibal Corpse. Like I really get into just like the old like dude, Frank Moen on vocals is just a goddamn monster. That dude's vocal approach is so much better than early corpses and and that the bullshit that Chris Barnes was doing like 
this dude to me was really like putting together true cookie monster vocals and like laying down what that was going to be throughout the 90s yeah for 1991 this is a fucking heavy album dude like this this to me is one of those like you have all those bands doing death metal already right obituary already put out slowly we rot and shit but to me if you listen to this album this is how every death metal band is gonna sound within fucking five years and it's true yeah. Like they nailed that sound, the production, everything. Like, but I feel like they nailed it before a lot of other people did. Well, I think they. I mean, obviously, like you just said this isn't like the the first you know time we're hearing death metal in '91 or whatever. I mean, for me, I think that they took a lot of what other bands did before them and and put it into a much more extreme package, almost. Whereas, like, yeah. it's not going to be as polished. It's it's not going to be. There's not going to be as pretty solos and stuff like that. It's going to be fucking intense. It's going to be like kind of brutal solos in a way where even like the solos are not like frilly and fucking they're like they're very speedy and just like in your fucking face the whole time. To me, this is like if you mix like obituary with Morbid Angel, like you have somebody like fucking Trey playing guitar in obituary. You know what I mean? Where where like you have that technical ability but it's like super fucking heavy, like really heavy. And it's, it's this, this is like, to me, like this is my favorite of all the suffocation releases. It was not the one I heard first, but this is for sure. My favorite. See between this and like effigy, like those two, like, which is like their actual first full length, which a lot of these songs are on effigy of the forgotten. Um, they're, they're definitely like interchangeable as some of the best suffocation stuff. And like kind of the comparison that we were making, like for me, this kind of seems like, you know, it with like what Pestilence did with Consuming Impulse and uh, what was that? I think that was 89. Like this sounds like they, they took what Pestilence was doing and just like turned it up one fucking notch and put out a similar sounding album just a little bit more brutal than like what fucking pestilence did but i think in my personal opinion pestilence really was the band that like laid the groundwork for what death metal was going to become like consuming impulse i think is one of the most influential albums and i hear it so much on human waste yeah i agree with that I, I feel like, though, like what I'm saying when I say like everybody's going to sound like this, to me, this album is like, look at all bands like Dying Fetus and all that shit, like all those bigger um, death metal bands of like the mid 90s and everything. They all sounded like suffocation to me. And I feel like like the production of this album like that how it actually sounds. I really do feel like this is how like a lot of people emulated this going forward in the mid 90s you know it's a much it's a a, it's it's less polished than like a lot of the earlier almost death metal from like i mean not so much but like obviously possessed seven churches and shit is a very low production you know i was in 10th grade larry was in 10th grade when that came out yeah so like (laughs) but even that is like different than the way this sounds this isn't like a shitty recording this is produced in a way like dude the guitar sound on this album is so like chainsawy, where I feel like this is one of the first times where I could kind of like describe a guitar tone in that way on an album, where it just sounds like solid state. Yeah, yeah, it, 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 it's it, that solid state death metal tone, and it's 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 fucking just like scooped the fuck out. The mid tones are just like super fucking scooped. It's raw, and it is. It's what every band moving forward would emulate for their guitar tones. It's so fun. I, I have to like look it up now. I'm gonna I'm gonna look to see what they use to record this because and, and it's not just infecting the crypts that I think is like uh you know great on this EP. Uh, Catatonia I think is is one of the best fucking songs, which and which I think they did justice to because they they redid that song on a I believe their third album. Um, they did a re-edition of that, which was 10 times better than what's on the EP here. But alone on the EP, it sounds fucking great. Uh, Jesus Wept is another song on here that's iconic as fuck by Suffocation. Dude, that that, that uh, song fucking is it, awesome. It's <laughs> so fucking good. I mean, if, if you're a Suffocation fan, you know Jesus Wept for sure. But for me, 
I always go back to Infecting the Crips as being like, to this day, one of my favorite, it's my favorite suffocation song, but it's also one of the best death metal songs ever recorded. Uh, I just looked it up. It looks like they were using solid state ampegs on this. Makes perfect sense. Definitely. Definitely. Um, I like synthetically revived the second song. What a fucking name for a goddamn song. That's such a death metal name. All the song names on this. And like, I think that's something that suffocation did really well. Also that I think that they kind of set a trend for is album art. You know, like, yeah, they have like the Wendigo demon thingy on this. And it's like, you know, Cannibal Corpse would do their brand of like what they were doing. And like suffocations would always and like Cannibal Corpse had like, OK, here's the fucking the, the zombie creatures and shit on the cover. We're always going to do something with that. Whereas like suffocations were these like elaborate, wild fucking like artworks, like these depictions of just like insanity and gore and death. And it, w- it, it became a staple of death metal. And they're one of the first bands that I feel like had that imagery that was not just, here's a single image, here's a fucking crazy image made up of all these wild <laughs> fucking things, man. I love it, man. It's the total package. It's the yeah. to- I want to see Suffocation. Do they still play? Are they still even in the band? They do. It's not, I mean, you're not going to get Frank Mullen, you know, or anything Terrence like that. Terrence still in the band? I am not 100% sure. I think Terrence is still in the band because I think I still see him uh, playing on like videos on Instagram and shit like that every now and then. But what I will say, which is really cool, that this is the first album ever released by Relapse Record. This was really? yes, this was their virgin release for their company, and like I think that's perfect, man. For like what suffocation is and what relapse would be to death metal throughout the 90s like what a a perfect way to start that relationship and to start your company dude by putting out fucking human waste that's amazing that's so sick so yeah uh suffocation human waste available everywhere go buy it actually we obviously fucking love this (laughs) yeah this this fucking shit rules this really this seriously rules um grizz i think that just about wraps it up uh, next week we will be going live. Uh, we didn't decide what we're gonna do yet, but I think we should probably decide right now, right? We had a discussion, I thought, and I don't know what came of it, but we had like an idea for like this week and for like a uh, maybe we didn't. I don't know. I think that was uh, I think that was the week before. Oh yeah, we did do those movies already. <laughs> yeah, we did already. Um. So we're gonna be going live. I, Grizz is like, I, I see the like the smoke coming out of his ears right now as he's trying to figure out what he wants to watch well, for a like, live show. I, I want it to be something that like people are gonna enjoy and that we can have some fun with. You know, it needs to be something good. But it's like, I so do I go like the thing is that this is the question I always have, and hopefully our, our listeners can give us some feedback. Like, do you guys want to hear more about shit like this, like Leprechaun and like, you know, things like The Dentist or something like that? Or, or do you really want us to like continue to dig a little deeper into these like really fucking weird things for the live shows? Like, you know, we can get we can get fucking weird for the live yeah, we shows. Got, we got tons of shit. You, so, know what, you know what I think we should do for uh, next week for the live show? Let's do violent shit, too. Didn't we already do violent shit too? We only did the first one. Oh, then if that's the case, then I'm I'm all about it, dude. I'm hundred yeah. percent into that. I just yeah, thought we covered it. Otherwise, I would have fucking suggested that a long time ago. No, no, no. I think I think we only did the first one, man. Let me check our master list here. All right, as a backup, uh, we'll we'll go we'll go violent shit two, and as a backup, we'll go ghoul school. Okay. Okay. And if we don't, whatever one we don't do, well, if, well, obviously, if we did the other one. But if we don't do Ghoul School next week, we'll do that the following week. We're laying the yeah, groundwork. Yeah, we, we only did the first violent right. shit. So let's violent do violent shit, shit two. two. Perfect. For, for the live show, we can pull up some Carl the Butcher shitter. We can look at some fucking subtitles together. Yes. Let's have some fun. Grizz, they could find us at, at twitch.tv slash badtastevideo. Subscribe now so you know when we go live, uh, 9 p.m.? 9 p.m. Wednesday at 9 p.m. 
come fucking watch us talk about Carl the Butcher shit or destroying people with a giant fucking knife. Uh, Grizz, where could they find you on the internet? You can find me on Instagram at Kane underscore enabler. And you can find me at Bad Taste Video, and you can find everything we do at www.badtasteVideo.com. Please, like I said, go subscribe or follow our Twitch page, twitch.tv slash badtastevideo, because we're going to start maybe migrating completely over to that for, uh, you know, all our recordings. Who knows? Anything's possible. We're probably going to do that. Uh, Grizz, is there anything else, man? No, I had uh, I had uh, so much fun covering Leprechaun in the Hood that I am probably going to get off of this call with you and go watch Leprechaun Back to the Hood tonight. Very good, very good. You know what? I already did it. Okay, uh, <laughs> we will see you next week with Violent Shit Two live on Twitch.tv/slash Bad Taste Video, nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Goodbye. <laughs>